This episode is brought to you by Mr. Jenkins Jamboree and Playhouse, where kids are just kids. Remember the good old days when you could drop your kids off at a stranger's house with other kids and a horny old man not having to worry about them for hours? Well, at Mr. Jenkins Jamboree and Playhouse, you can do exactly that. Located on the upper lower east side of Atlanta, this fantastical playground, playhouse, and jamboree show is sure to wow your children. Here, your kids can learn how to kickbox, tickle fight, see magical wizard shows, or play Mr. Jenkins' greatest game, Hide the Shame. So come on down today to Mr. Jenkins' Jamboree and Playhouse. You might even get to meet everyone's little favorite dog, Mr. Toodles. At Mr. Jenkins' Jamboree, you can have fun, don't tell anyone. What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to Chrome Dome Radio. I'm Chris. I'm Zach. We've got a special episode tonight. We're doing Bad Movie Night. Woo! <laughs> Bad Movie Night is something that we've been doing for a couple years now. Uh, Zach, me, and our special guest tonight, We sometimes we get together and we watch the shittiest movie that we can find on either Netflix, Amazon, or uh, YouTube sometimes. Before we get to our special guest and the bad movie of the evening... Uh, uh, updates in Chrome Dome land. Uh, we released a video where we are cooking. What did we cook? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I, I don't watch your fucking videos. <laughs> we cooked a Tuscan shrimp, creamy Tuscan shrimp, keto style. Yeah. You can find I, that. I've never seen it now that she said it. Yeah, at uh, Chrome Dome Kitchen, the YouTube channel. All right, let's get to our special guest. We have star of 90s hit sitcom Mark Curry on the show. What's up, Mark? How you guys doing? <laughs> We got Matt Connor. Matt Connor is an old buddy of mine, and uh, he's been, he's he's probably uh, man number three on the uh, bad movie night thing that we do. Was Mark Curry the guy from Mr. Cooper? Yeah. Huh. No, that was I just said. Hang, oh yeah, I'm hanging with Mr. Cooper. So I was right. The, yeah. The so why'd you say no? It wasn't called Mr. Cooper. It was called Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Yeah, but uh, you know you knew exactly what show I was yeah. talking about. Are you talking about the main guy? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I want to look up the synopsis for this. I like nothing uh, like that guy. So the movie that we watched is called Laser Blast. It's from 1978, and it stars a bunch of people you've never heard of, and uh, it was uh, spectacular. It was awesome. Was it, though? Yes. There was a lot of explosions in this movie. Hang on. This is the synopsis on IMDb. IMDb. A teenager settles... stumbles a a teenager stumbles upon an alien weapon which transforms him into a grotesque killer not only does he stumble upon it he immediately picks it up and starts playing with it (laughs) in the desert not only is this uh, teenager acting like a seven-year-old but he's actually a 35-year-old man i think the the, so this movie immediately starts off weird because he's well, okay, so it starts off with the aliens battling some zombie-looking thing. Yeah. And it's not really explained at the beginning what this zombie-looking thing is, other than he's got a green face and a laser for an arm. Yeah, and the aliens aren't explained either. They just kind of do the, like, Mars Attacks Ak-Ak sound. Yeah, they're like, as, as claymation. Yeah. As claymation. And they're claymation. Yeah. So automatically, you know, this is a quality film. Yeah, so the aliens kill this original zombie-looking dude, and he drops the laser in the middle of the desert, and they don't tell you what desert it is or where this movie even takes place and the aliens were like all right zombie killed let's go and they just leave the fucking gun there they leave yeah i thought the alien uh too looked kind of like at some point i thought it was sort of like incredible hulk but really it was more like if you saw like uh in goosebumps like the mask where it takes over (laughs) that girl's face that's like pretty much what it looked like i thought they like that i thought they looked like upright turtles without shells yeah they did yeah that's exactly what they looked like like. they didn't have shells and they were just like brown oh well i'm talking about the guy that was had the blaster oh well yeah the the guy that had the blaster he just looked yeah yeah no math yeah the (laughs) like that episode that's what was that that episode called it was the haunted mask yeah So after the Take death of the zombie and the aliens leave inexplicably, they don't really worry about the gun. Yeah. Then we cut to uh, a boy sleeping in his bed shirtless, and he falls in out his of swim bed. trunks. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's in wearing his swim some gear that is supposed to be underwear in the seventies. I don't know. Yeah, and uh, I guess he hears the sounds of somebody leaving outside, and at first we're like, "Is that his girlfriend leaving? Because she has suitcases, or is that his hot mom?" 
And it's his hot mom. It's his hot mom, <laughs> and we have a clip from this scene here, and here we go. What do you want? Mama, you've been to Acapulco. <laughs> Mama. How many times do you want to go to Acapulco? Till they stop asking me, sweetheart. Like, quit, quit getting on my tits, bitch. <laughs> no. <laughs> and that is the last we ever hear of Mom. Meanwhile, this guy has, like, Jim from The Office face this whole movie. He's just like, yeah. Well, he also, like, came up behind her and then sat down on something, and then she looked out at him, and he, like, got up, like, he's showing his muscle. He has no shirt on. And it's <laughs> and like, why not, are you doing this to your mom? <laughs> he's not all that muscular at yeah, all. Yeah, it was awkward, right? He's just, yeah. like, co- kind of super smooth. Like. Even after they establish that it's his mother, he's still awkward. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you, are you coming on to your mom? Don't do that. I mean, I would. She's going to Al Capogo. Gross. <laughs> and then we cut to a scene where there's two cops sitting in a cop car. And uh, here's the exchange that they have. That's the sound of a joint being smoked. Oh, cop sounds. What do you keep smoking that stuff for? Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. Don't cost nothing. I take it from those kids. You keep smoking that, you're going to get us thrown off the force. Keep smoking. That's my dog barking in the middle. Yeah, there's no dog in the movie. No. It was part of it. Hey, that feels good. Oh, give me a puff. (laughs) All right, so this cop... So there's two the two cops. Let me let me just my favorite them to you. my favorite recurring gag of the movie. Yeah. So one of the cops is this like classic like he's like this classic like fat like I, I don't know he had a southern accent for, for I, I, every cop in the movie mm-hmm. had a southern accent. Right. So Everybody the, else in this movie is from fucking California. Yeah, like, well, or, well, Smokey and the Bandit came out last year. Yeah. It, it, I, it kind of reminded me too of Did you ever? I'm sure you've seen Live and Let Die. Um, with uh, for a James Bond movie, there's a yeah. car scene, uh, a car chase with this like crazy old cop that's like really southern and everything, and he keeps smashing his car into different things. Yeah. That reminded <laughs> me of that part because also when they're pulling out in this movie, um, they they run another car off the road and it a lot of car destruction yeah. for no reason. A lot of slow motion car destruction. The, the cars in this movie just were not. <laughs> That like it was not a good movie to be a car within like every car. I think I'm pretty sure every like any car that they took more than a couple of seconds shooting, it was all it was getting blown to hell. So these cops are basically there, and our star we didn't say his name yet. The main character's name is Billy. Did we say that? Yeah, it's no. Billy. So, Billy. So, it's Billy. So Billy's in his van, still shirtless, and he goes flying by these cops. He's wearing a shirt for maybe like three minutes of this movie. <laughs> yeah, he's mostly shirtless. It's an hour and a half. So they pull him over, and they uh, they gotta get him. They gotta gotta get Billy. They gotta get him. And they don't really. They don't. There's no character development, but they seem to have a history. They seem to know each other. There's a lot of backstory you're just meant to infer within the whole film. And Fat Cop makes uh, a a comment about his hot mom. Yeah, like where's your mom been? (laughs) How your mama doing? Huh? He's like, just (laughs) give me the ticket. I was rubbing one out to your mama last night. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) He doesn't say that. That's not a direct quote. No. I made that up. Ad lib Zach. So Billy is actually on his way to uh to uh grandpa and grandpa is grandpa of Kathy and grandpa is a uh general. He's a general and no, he's colonel. Got a, colonel. Colonel. He's oh, a colonel. colonel, yes. It's the colonel. It's the colonel and he's, and he's his... wearing you can tell because he's wearing his colonel jacket over top of his night clothes. Yeah. His <laughs> like his like eighteen seventies night clothes where he's... And Billy like... wants to uh <laughs> Billy's trying to bang Grandpa's uh, daughter. We mean trying. Who's Kathy? <laughs> and uh, and he kept yelling out. What was he yelling out at him? S- by the way, they, Operation Sand Dust. Sand Dust. Yeah. He sand kept going. Dust. Sand they never. Uh, they never referred back. No, to that, no, not once. No. He just kept saying Sand Dust, and they never referred. They. But never then he knew. He was talking but about. then he knew the cocky government agent from later on in the movie, and he like was well respected. Like it, yeah, somehow. Was, yeah, Again, the, never developed. No. The, like, everything you're just supposed to, okay, well, these guys know each other, clearly. So, you, Grandpa stops uh, Billy from talking to Kathy, his daughter, and then, so Billy takes off, yeah. shirtless, in his van. And, uh, somehow, and then she comes out in a nightgown that Zach was right, talking about. Can I, can I interrupt here? Like, uh, 
if you're a grandfather and living with your only granddaughter and some weird punk comes up with no shirt on and a jacket and bell-bottom jeans and a sketchy van, how are you going to treat him? He did. He was really sketch. By the way, Billy looks like a cross of a young Christopher Walken and like Lars Ulrich. Yeah, I was thinking that Christopher yeah. Walken. Yeah, he looks like a young. I feel like he's Walken. taller than both those guys. And Lars, yeah. yeah, when he fell out of the bed, yeah, he's like, <laughs> "Was that Lars?" <laughs> that, but everything about like this this exchange was just like, yeah, like screw this kid. What's he doing here? Like why? Why? <laughs> I don't know why they made him a main actor character or anything. He no, brought because, nothing to the table. No, like, well, he could roll his eyes back in his. Oh, that's and true. Like, yes, and they were like, "That's a, that's the dude. That's right there. <laughs> like he he looks like he's an alien in that that very moment." So Billy, uh, Billy then goes as he's driving away now from from uh, the colonel's house. Uh, he d- randomly finds himself in the desert. Yeah. And uh, while he's in the desert, he finds uh, the laser beam, the laser, the laser beam gun. gun. Yeah. And he realizes that that he, is not a bong. That is not a bong. <laughs> Where do you put your weed? Yeah. And he just he's just playing with it. He's holding it backwards. He's like, wow. And he has such the the impish like boyish. Just happiest look on his <laughs> look at it, <laughs> and he's and of course, as you do, you just walk off the road in the in the desert and play with a random laser gun that you find, and then he finds the little necklace that the guy dropped when he gets vaporized by the aliens at the beginning of the movie, and finds out that he can make massive explosions with this <laughs> laser gun, and rather than becoming freaked out and cautious at this point, he uses it even more and starts like blasting like the whole (laughs) the the entire landscape is just charred by the time he's gone he's done with it he's done with this uh thing and he just takes it home with him and doesn't mention it to anybody why would you no who you know this is my little secret i have a giant laser gun now oh and you gotta mention the necklace that he puts on and then it yeah, suddenly the, is on his arm and then back on his yeah well yeah that's that's the thing <laughs> he puts neck. he's he takes the gun and he's got the necklace he puts it on and literally the very next frame it's on his arm again and it just you know you're uh, anyway maybe Continuity he took it off off frame who knows so billy takes the uh laser beam gun arm thing that he has just found in the desert and goes to a very pi- picturesque uh picnic area it was it was very nice to oh, which it. kathy meets him there randomly i'm not sure how she knew that he was even there there were no cell phones and she searches for him everywhere in everywhere a, in a well <laughs> under the picnic table like behind the, like everywhere except the first place where she should have checked which was inside right. his own van yeah. i was thinking yeah we could have cut this way shorter this scene yeah Yeah, every part of it was too long she shows up she finally uh walks near the van and that's when this exchange occurs hmm my boyfriend is (laughs) that's billy scaring kathy that's billy literally tackling her (laughs) and then he beats her with a sleeping bag yeah so I guess that's flirting back then. I don't know. Beating someone with a sleeping bag. Yeah, like mild assault. <laughs> I really thought it would be funny. He straight he up just... tackled her, and then the sound that it makes, like the, you know, right. just the poor sound, like the poor sound that they had, just like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounded like. It was terrible. I was like... hoping that he just kept hitting her with the sleeping bag, <laughs> and it turned into something completely different. <laughs> it's just like a dark movie from this point yeah. forward. So at this point, we realize that the aliens from the original scene have been spying on Billy now because they know that he's got this laser beam gun. They they left a camera in the desert, apparently. <laughs> but they didn't get their space gun. And no. they have this like Power Rangers-looking screen yeah. where they're watching everything. And they could see yeah. that uh, Billy's enjoying his power. Well, no, what it what it was is first, like their commander, like the commander alien, comes up and gives them a Nazi <laughs> salute real quick. Yeah, and well, then they're like, well, and then, here, here. I thought it was more of a Star Trek salute. Yeah, no, no. it, it looked like the Vulcan sign. Uh, I don't know, long living prostate. But here's the to sounds. Me, they here, did that. Here's the sounds. These are the aliens talking. The claymation aliens. And mind you, Giant there's no subtitles, people. so we're just watching these claymation things making these rah, rah, rah sounds with no... Ex- I have no idea what they're saying. Again, you're left to infer a lot of the backstory on this movie. <laughs> you just gotta figure it out. Uh, this is this is back when they expected their audience to have a certain level of intelligence. Right, right, Which right. is silly because they were there to see this movie, but... <laughs> okay. Is, yeah. So Billy shows up to a pool party with uh, his new laser beam gun. And uh, 
He's looking for Kathy. He can't find Kathy. He's searching. Again, this was another ridiculously long scene where he's searching every room. Yeah. They couldn't cut it down to like, he's like asking one, two people. Rooms. He's oh, asking people. He asked like seven different party, people. Right? Yeah. yeah, the pool party. Which made no sense because it was way too long of a pool party of people just not having fun. Yeah, it was a bunch of people sitting around a table. <laughs> yeah, really bored. And one, really and bored one possibly topless girl. Yeah, which her boobies may have been blurred out. Or, or not sure. Yeah, we <laughs> can really tell. We couldn't it tell. Kinda... It, was, it was too grainy to even tell if they were yeah. blurred out. They might have been. I don't know. The movie's rated PG, though, so they probably weren't there. Right. I don't know. I, I did not see a bra strap on her back, and I did see, like, clear side boob, no nipple. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, you know, highlight of the film for me. <laughs> so Billy finally finds Kathy, and she's being, we'll say, Sexual, ac- accosted? Sexually, sexually assaulted? By the, the local toughs. <laughs> yeah, the local what, toughs. No, what, is, what are their names? It's like... Uh, um, Froggy is Froggy. the name that I looked up. They don't ever refer to him as it, but I looked up on No, IDMB. no, I heard him I heard him call him that once. Froggy, oh, okay. and then... Uh, what is it? Uh, I don't know the other guy. Chuck, <laughs> or... All right, so here's... I'll call him <laughs> Dustin. Fuck it. I don't know. He walks in, and obviously the first thing, he just starts beating the shit out of the two guys. Well, first it has to be known that Froggy was, now, the, was the geek from uh, Greece 1 and 2. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Only I think his name was Eugene in it. Crossed yes. with, like, Screech. Crossed yeah. with Screech, yes. He was, and his voice is just amazing. <laughs> you'll hear it. You'll hear it in a minute. He's we'll going to... Him. Yeah, but I just... Uh, yeah, you you just gotta listen. To shit so like now that. here's during the battle while the three of the, with three dudes scuffle, Kathy comes up with a weapon of her own, and here's the exchange. This may be the worst fight scene I've ever seen. Scuffle, scuffle. <laughs> you get off of my girlfriend, you. Billy, don't. Oh, Billy, don't. He wants to get his head broken. He wants to get his head broke, guys. They didn't leave him alone. That's what happened. They were trying to walk away up the stairs, and they just tackle him. I'll kill you, she said. Kills the, with a tennis racket lightly to the shoulder. I thought it was pretty weird, and I know it's a movie, but all your friends are upstairs, and these two guys are down in the basement trying to molest this girl whose friends are obviously upstairs and boyfriend's upstairs, and it's just like, you know, he just walks down, and he's like, what the hell are hey, you man, doing? They were, they were just horsing around. <laughs> You can't judge '70s uh, romantic situations by 2018 standards. It's just not fair. It, <laughs> so, after the pool party, do you judge Thomas Jefferson for owning slaves? No, anyway, <laughs> you go with that. <laughs> I'm just saying today's standards. You can't play, apply them to a, a, a movie like 50 years ago. All right, back to the uh, movie. Uh, so after the pool party. You know, uh, Connor was saying that uh, maybe the people looked a little bit bored. Well, not according to these two young ladies who apparently had a marvelous time. <laughs> you bet. I had the most marvelous time. I'll bet. <laughs> Those may be the two uh, best lines in cinema history. So then, uh, so then, right after the pool party, it basically cuts back to our two cops that were smoking weed earlier in the movie. And uh, this is now, now they're really establishing the characters because you're starting to learn that Fat Cop is basically taking everything from Skinny Cop. From Skinny Cop. Yeah. I don't remember their names. It's like Gunger. Gunger. Uh, uh, Pete Unger. Pete Unger, that's what it was. And I don't Dunger. remember the other guy's name. I don't remember. Fat Cop and Skinny Cop. So in the original clip, he stole his weed, and now he's about to steal his tamales. <laughs> After denigrating both. Oh, it's not going to play. The clip's not playing. Oh, technical difficulties. Can't believe you you can <laughs> eat a tamale in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what you he know, said. You know what that? You know what your stomach lining looks like? <laughs> ah, hell, give me a bite. Yeah, yeah he goes. You know, you, you know what you're saying. But first of all, he says like these horrible things about whatever he's doing, yeah, and, and then, then he, he takes and then it. he indulges. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's like, you know what your stomach lining's going to look like on the inside? Give me that tamale, and then he eats it. <laughs> Oh, it's also the, with the um, the weed thing at the beginning, he like barely took a puff. Oh, that was the if best at part. All. He was just like, <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, coughing and coughing. And the then best. later on, I think he said, "I'm too high for this" or something. It was award winning <laughs> acting. So then it cuts to the uh, police department, and in the police department, we didn't mention the. I guess he was a CIA agent. 
It was never revealed. He just holds out a badge for people. He and keeps holding out a badge, and they just go, and just like, oh, it's a, <laughs> look out. This guy's got a badge. And they don't ever explain what he does. But badge he, is like certified badass. <laughs> he walks into the police department, and the cops want to know who he is, and this is exactly what he said back to them. Come on in here. The Southern Voice is, a, is the chief of police. What can I do for you, fella? First, you take your feet off the desk. Second, take the cigar out of your mouth. And third, you stand up. Damn! What a badass. That's a fucking man that knows how to take charge. Zach did point out during the movie that all of the cops are Southern and everyone else in the town is not Southern. Yeah, and this guy is clearly from New York. Like, he's just just got the tough (laughs) attitude. He's ready to go. It's like everybody listens to him. He's got a commanding presence, and his—I mean, you want to talk about a voice for radio? This guy's got it. <laughs> he does, and, he, and he's got—he looks slick. I mean, the guy is well dressed the whole time. He was, yeah. And he had that cool car, that cool oh, Cadillac. It was, it was dope. That, it was like murdered out yeah. Cadillac. And he was scaring style. gas mm-hmm. attendant, gas station attendant. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Basically, this is the dude you want to be the whole movie. Like, I mean, he's just yeah, got everything to be him. Of all the people you wanted to be, and you needed more town. screen time of this guy because he just had no time for these fucking yokels. Like, the like the one scene where uh, where he come where he's like getting gas and the guy's like washing his window. He just walks up to him and shoves him over with his briefcase. And the guy, you know, if somebody did that to me, I'd be like, this guy's an asshole. What's his problem? But this guy was like, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Craig. Well, I thought it was funny because he asked him how much he owed him, and then he didn't listen to him until he closed, got into his car, clo- closed the door, and then rolled, rolled down, down the window. window. He's like, now you can talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I ain't, t- I ain't got time for you. I ain't got time for you, Farmer Brown. So cut back to Billy. Billy's starting to realize that he has a mark on his chest from where this, like, necklace was burning a hole, I guess. Yeah. And uh, but it didn't explain that either. No, no. Like, why was it burning into his chest? Yeah, because he's slowly mutating into an alien zombie guy. Yeah. All right. So, so Kathy, alien laser zombie. Kathy notices the mark on his chest, and uh, this is what she observed. My God, Billy, it's bigger. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Play it again. <laughs> Play it again. My God, Billy, it's bigger. <laughs> My God, Billy, it's bigger. Just keep that. Just keep that on loop. For me. <laughs> it's such a marvelous time. <laughs> I had the most marvelous time. <laughs> Twala down a whole hot tamale first thing in the morning. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> My worked. God, Billy, it's bigger. My God, Billy, it's bigger. <laughs> So then uh, Billy realizes uh, what's this running out of time. Yeah, he's got to go to the doctor he's or gotta something. Go, he's got to go to the doctor. Let's get down to work, Sheriff. Oh, this guy. Time. <laughs> That's our badass of the, of the movie. So basically at the doctor, now the doctor's realizing that he's... So he, he actually extracts something from it looks like a silver dollar i think that's what it was yeah he he pulls the shit out he get he takes a hypodermic needle sticks it in the dude pulls out a silver dollar and he's like i'm taking this to the lab (laughs) but you have to stay up till midnight yeah (laughs) (laughs) apparently this lab is in like 800 counties over and this doctor can't get off of work at a reasonable hour he's got to go to this lab he's like yeah i won't be there past midnight so then he's driving on a, a, a dirt road in the dark, and guess who's there to meet him? It's Billy with the laser gun. And, you know, he's evil, apparently, all of a sudden. Yeah, he, he passes out. Oh, he's, he's full-blown, like, zombie he evil He passes now. out and just becomes a laser zombie guy. And he kills Fat Cop. Yeah. He kills Fat Cop in a gas station while he's... He, well, he kills while, the doctor. While he's pooping. If we're, oh, he kills the doctor he first. He kills the doctor first. By, by the way, the doctor was another one of those scenes well, where... He blows up. Uh, we forgot he, how Ducky's many cars car. he blew. Yeah, he blew up a lot of cars <laughs> he's, in this he's movie. Still blowing up a lot of cars at this point, all in slow motion. Well, who's who's the Ducky? What's the guy's name? The kid from Greece? Froggy. 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 He uh, he blows his Ducky. his car up. <laughs> I think it was his friend's car. But yeah, yeah, but Ducky was the important one. <laughs> I'm calling him Ducky. And it blew up. There was like ten explosions. So it was great. Yeah, it was fun. So uh, Billy's on the side of the road and. Uh, and he's kind of. This is after he blew up. Uh, the he killed Fat Cop. He killed Fat Cop. He, he killed who elbowed him in the belly, but we didn't hear that part. Oh, right in the belly, Billy. Oh. Right, right in the belly. Oh yeah, Billy. we skipped that, did we? Yeah, we'll add that in post. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, this one, right in the belly. Right in the belly, Billy. <laughs> that's good, Pete. <laughs> so that so that scene was um, for some reason uh, it's Billy getting bigger. Well, he he picked up Billy <laughs> and they put him in the cop car. And then the fat cop, for some reason, got into the back seat instead of sitting in the front seat where you're supposed to be if you're an actual you, cop. You you know that's the bad <laughs> sign. And then <laughs> and then like while it's happening, he's like interrogating him sort of hang on this is gonna be great together <laughs> right in the belly Billy <laughs> my god Billy it's bigger <laughs> right in the belly <laughs> right in the belly Billy <laughs> oh dear so then basically uh, Billy's on the side of the road and I don't even think he was hitchhiking I, I was he he, he was he why was did just the van stop because he would. Oh, remember, doesn't work ever when he no. tried to race those guys. No, oh, well, that's a different, different thing. Oh. No, this is the hippie at the end. Like, uh, so oh, he's yeah. he's just sitting there on the side of the road, staring at a like a an electrical pole. Like, yeah, he is. He's just staring. staring, just. And this this like hippie dude driving a minivan decides he's just gonna randomly he's pick like, him up. This guy needs a ride. Right. Clearly, this dude with a laser gun on his arm. Yeah. Like, this is the kind of guy I would just want to. He probably pick thought up. it was a bong. It could have been. Billy gets in the car, completely silent, doesn't say a word. But this is what the hippie guy says to him. Yeah, there I was, thirty thousand feet straight up, feel the frozen yo-yos, and the string broke. I didn't falter. Just kept on going, man. I knew. I knew Nirvana was straight around the corner. What the hell is he talking yeah, about? Yeah, did you make any sense of that? What's he saying? She's running across the sky yelling, You never outgrow your need for milk. <laughs> you, you never outgrow your need for milk. It gets bigger, Billy. <laughs> I am right in the belly. <laughs> I am fairly certain this this was meant to be like this guy's on drugs and you he doesn't need to make sense. Well, that was the part in like the movie where they tell like some story and it's supposed to be like tie into everything else, but it just made no sense whatsoever. Yeah. Like, maybe this guy was the one who invited his mom to Acapulco. <laughs> maybe. Oh, see? Not, story arc, because this right. movie didn't have one. No, there not you at go. All. Not it's left at under all. up to interpretation, so. He, he was one of, he's like the alien contact. Like, midway through his speech, he's That would have been like, better if he was just like, I've seen aliens, man. And he's yeah. like, well, I've got this big, giant gun here, so. Yeah, and then he was like, well, I knew this colonel that was involved in. <laughs> Operation Sand Dust, <laughs> and he went crazy afterwards. But no, none of that happened. All, no, all no it was story. was just that nonsensical, like little rant. And then he gets blasted by a laser. So then the the great finale at the end of the movie, basically, Billy's shooting a bunch of nothing. Well, he's, he oh, blows he, up a couple more cars. A pinball he, machine. He blows up a, a pinball, machine, pinball machine, which pinball is machine. outside, outside somewhere. for some reason. Uh, a mailbox. A mailbox. The mail went everywhere. That was yeah. really cool. Yeah. And then several cars. And then he basically rumbles around <laughs> like a idiot. Well, here, I, here, I mean, wait. I, I, have, I have Billy making his sounds. Here we go. Here's Billy. He sounds like a moose mating. These are legit slaughterhouse noises. Yes. That's what this is. This is a cow with a cow in front of it that just got a bullet to the head, and he's like, no! So then our aliens, who were not in the movie nearly as much as I thought they would be, they come down, and they're way bigger than yeah, you think they would be. Well, there's just be. one standing there. Like, one on standing a, on, on top a of a building on with, top, like, a... gigantic. Yeah. And he laser beams Billy. And Billy... Like, fi- for, like, five minutes. Yeah, just... Yeah, like, this super long laser beam shot. And Billy dies... We think, assumably, well, we don't know. yeah. I mean, actually, he looks normal, and his laser beam is gone, and then he's uh, he's just laying there. But and, then and Kathy runs up to him and lovingly puts her hand, head on his chest, and the movie ends, and that's, that's it. Well, literally, that's and it. also that's the all. the guy that we don't know anything about that was maybe FBI or whatever, Craig, and Paul, s- Agent Craig. Instead of like looking at, oh, there were aliens. He's just like looking Staring down at, Billy. at this like dead kid. Like I think he might be dead. <laughs> My work here is done. <laughs> and, the, and the aliens never took the gun back. No, yeah, the that's al- the other thing. Was like, all right, we'll kill this one too. So Let's it's going to happen go. again and again. Like, <laughs> it's like eventually we're going to just eliminate this entire planet's population one person at a time. Just by leaving our, our gun here. Yeah. Like, and we're it, never going to get home. <laughs> and that was the classic flick Laser Blast from 1978. Oh, yep. I would say this podcast went off the rails, but like, was it ever on the track? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was... Uh, w- 
Just play play the, the it's getting bigger. <laughs> it's getting bigger, Billy. Is that what she she says it just like that too? My God, it's getting it's bigger. Bigger, Billy. <laughs> right in the belly, Billy. I gotta find it though. Uh, is that something you say every time every podcast, Zach? And this has gone off the rails. Billy, it's bigger. Oh, she's my God, Billy. It's <laughs> my bigger. Bad. My God, Billy. My God, Billy. It's bigger. So, Chris, I have to ask you, like, we're sitting here on this table, and there's two C- two CDs, which is weird in itself, on top of your little mixer here, and this one is entitled Finding Beauty in Negative Spaces. Porno. Oh, it's definitely a porno. I mean... I don't know what this one that's is. That's a very I know what this one is. Classy this is, name this is a mix CD I made back in high school. Why do you have yeah. it sitting it here? It says fun. Just says fun on it. <laughs> fun? <laughs> fun. It's like that, like I that. don't know what this one is. This is probably porn. This not, that's not my handwriting, though. I don't know what Finding that is. Finding beauty in negative spaces. Uh, it could be <laughs> porn or meditation. That's speaking, the only two speaking things. Speaking of speaking, they were on a good topic now. Have you got... I never heard of this before, but I was watching a new show on Netflix. Uh, what the hell's it called? Follow This. Mm. Have you guys seen that yet? Uh, nope. nope. So I watched the first episode, and they covered a topic called ASM, ASMR. Do you know this? That's an acronym, and I don't know what it stands nope. for. So, okay, I'm going to explain. Let me look up what it stands for. ASMR. You do that. I didn't know this even existed. Quick, okay. what does it stand for? Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. What? No, I don't think that's right. <laughs> okay. Was that like- that's the first thing that popped up. But basically, so they, they make... No, maybe that is it. So they, they, they these people, I guess, are making these uh, YouTube videos uh-huh. that where they're basically like whispering. Oh, I think I have heard of this, this talking about NPR. This, yeah. <laughs> and now we'll play you the next song. So what this was basically saying is there's like a phenomenon going on right now where these these YouTube videos. So back in 2016, they were saying that these videos basically like accumulated like five million clicks or something or views. But in 2017, it more than doubled to 11 million. So now they're calling it some type of phenomenon, but not everybody has like the same reactions to it. So these pe- these people are whispering into their microphone, or they're doing. You know how like I was pouring the Tim's cream into the into the shot glass last episode. Yeah. So they do things like sounds, like they'll take like like my hat and they'll just they'll rub their nail oh. on it or something. Oh, and they're just very soft. Like check this out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> So they'll do stuff like that. People are supposed to like this? Uh, yeah, and what what some people say is it gives them the chills or it kind of um it kind of it, it, it like it's like soothing to them, right? So but other people are grossed out by it. So as they're playing these clips, I would probably be like me, I was like, ugh, yeah. like what are they doing? Like that's weird. But other people were like, this is extremely therapeutic. And other people were even saying they don't have to see the therapist anymore. Like it got it relieved them of their depression or their anxiety. And I didn't even know this existed. That's weird. So n- some people consider it softcore porn. Hmm. If I had a gun, I'd put, there it, was, in, I'd put it in my mouth right there was, now because that's some, the dumbest shit I've ever heard. There, there was something going on, uh, I guess, when I was, I guess, freshman year of college when I was living with uh, your brother, Nick, and there was some, like, YouTube videos that were out there, and apparently if you, like, laid in a dark room and listened to this certain noise for, like, a certain extended amount of time, you would, like, feel... Like you were high or something. That's and I was like, the that's probably deprivation the, thing I was talking about. Episode. Yeah, like but don't you need two. more than just? You need like a nah. a tank, right? No, no. Yeah, you can do it. Oh, that's the isolation chamber. Yeah, yeah. you can. It's if you uh, if you listen to like a white noise kind of thing, and you uh, my the one that I heard was like red light on ping pong balls right. through your uh, like that your you cut ping pong balls in half and you put them on your eyes and then you flash red light through it and that listen seems, to white noise yeah. and you start to hallucinate. Yeah. I saw the podcast you guys were talking about that. Yeah. On. So, I mean, good. It's a call. I think that's different than what this is, though. <laughs> oh? This ASMR thing. Oh, well, yeah, because yeah. You, you know I was what, just going into a different You know thing, what, too? Yeah. Like, a lot of... Because uh, it's a lot of females doing it and they're all pretty good looking. Mm. So you could almost see how some people would kind of get, like, turned on okay. by it. Wow. Mm. People are re- really reaching nowadays, it seems like. Well, see, have you ever heard of, like, uh, like down blouse porn? What? Down blouse. It's a thing. It's, like, it's like super innocent, like, pornography that where it's just, like, watching women doing, like, random things, and they're just 
like wearing like a, a shirt, but no. It seems even creepier. No, than just no bra, and it's just like you, they're like kind of like cleaning something, and their heads are shaking a little bit, and you just and the camera angle kind of like just reveals like the down blouse. So, yeah, I, I no. think that's creepier than actual yeah. porn. I need to learn about the internet. <laughs> that's I need to know how to use it. I know I know too much about random pornography. <laughs> All right, so Matt, now that you're here. I want to explain the uh, the sponsorship that you uh, broadcasted earlier in well, the Well, it's turned into a different Jamerson's thing now. Jamboree. Uh, Mr. Jenkins is actually uh, doing things nowadays, but I'll let you go ahead and talk about that story. He's very active. <laughs> All right, so Mr. Jenkins has a backstory, and here's here's the backstory. So, uh, Have fun, but don't tell him. Matt's an old roommate of mine. And the day we were moving in, we moved all of our stuff in, but there was one particular day when where Matt couldn't be there, so my brother Nick came and we, uh, he helped me move some of the heavy stuff into the new apartment. We figured, oh, this was actually all Nick's idea, so Connor comes back the next day, and I don't know what made him think of this, but he had, he told Matt, he was basically like, hey, you have a neighbor and he really wants to meet you, and Connor's kind of intrigued, he's like, well... All right, uh, cool. That's kind of weird, neighbor. So yeah. <laughs> so Nick goes, yeah, it's just this guy. He's he wear he's got a full suit on. He's he wears a top hat and he's got a cane, <laughs> and uh, and he said he really liked your beard. So <laughs> Matt's like, uh, those okay. are the only two things. If it's a hot neighbor or or a guy with a top hat that <laughs> likes my beard. So he's like, all right, that's <laughs> tell me more. Yeah, that's kind of weird, but tell me more. So Nick Nick uh, digs a little bit deeper, and he decides to tell Matt that he also has a dog, and the dog's a little chihuahua, I think he said, right? So uh, I guess at that point, we drop it from there, and a few days go by, and then uh, Nick comes back over, and he establishes another story about Mr. Jenkins. But after a couple weeks, I realize we need to keep building on this. So, uh, so I, you know, there was one day where I told uh, Matt that I ran into Mr. Jenkins down at Kroger, and Mr. Jenkins was like, "Hey, I still haven't gotten to meet your roommate. I just think he looks really cool, and uh, he's just, he's just got a great beard." And uh, so I, you know, I go, I tell Matt all about the story, and he's still thinking this is weird that this neighbor is like watching me this closely. So that's when I started dating Taylor, and I told Taylor that you know it's been going on for months now that <laughs> oh god that, uh, <laughs> that Connor thinks we have this neighbor named Mister Jenkins with with a dog. So she decides. Well, in the meantime, for some reason, I said something. Uh, you said something about his little dog, and I was like, "Oh, what is his name, Mister Toodles?" Yes, yeah, so and you were like, "Yes, stuck. it is. It's and stuck." I was like, <laughs> yeah, you were like, like, "Yeah, it's probably not his name." But how'd you funny. guess? <laughs> so, so we had Mister Jenkins and Mister Toodles living across the room, across the doorway from us across the hallway and uh, so Taylor uh, decides to develop the backstory a little bit further and says that she went to high school with Mr. Jenkins granddaughter and said that she was a huge slut and said that she (laughs) (laughs) so so now believable detail coincidentally not too long after that the 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 room that we said Mr. Jenkins was living in a girl happened to move in there so, was it empty be- before I that? I think it was empty before that, so it didn't matter if it was true or not. So uh, I guess you had seen her one day, or she came outside, and you just assumed... Yeah, I saw her. You assumed she was Mr. Jenkins' daughter? And I was like, well, no. It would have been way better if I was like, hey, so my uh, friend, my uh, my roommate's uh, girlfriend knows you from high school. <laughs> yeah. So fast forward now to my last day at the apartment. This is now a year later. I still didn't... Lisa's no, up, <laughs> and we figure, all right, it's time to uh, to break the news to Matt that <laughs> Mr. Jenkins is not real. He's a figment of his imagination. He's <laughs> so I do. I do exactly that. I say, hey, Matt, I got to tell you something. Um, Mr. Jenkins isn't real. Do you know this guy? <laughs> he thinks I'm busting his chops at that point. He goes, you're f- no. No, he's real. He's very like Santa Claus. Like, <laughs> like this guy, so he's convinced Mr. Jenkins is real at this point. He thinks I'm lying about him not being real. Even though I've never seen him, he's never seen him before. <laughs> he's real to me. I saw his granddaughter once, man. Come yeah. on. No, honestly, like when that happened, I was like, because I guess I only thought about it every now and then when you guys brought it up, and I never, <laughs> for some reason, questioned it. So when you said that, I was just like. Oh my god! I just got the long, like the you, long play. Like, you <laughs> for just, a full year. You just saw the ending of Sixth, sixth Sense. 
Yeah. <laughs> he was dead the whole time. Uh, oh, God, spoiler it's getting alert. bigger, Billy. It's getting bigger. <laughs> I should have known, too, because uh, that's not the only thing you did to me while we were at the apartment. Oh, we had a lot of fun. Uh, there was a time that I, I came home late from work, and I walked in, and Chris is watching a movie with all the lights off in the entire apartment. By myself. By himself. And so I start walking around, and I just keep seeing, like, little layers of plastic tape, like, where your feet would you know be like for me to trip over and i'm like oh what are you doing chris and i just like kept grabbing them and i'm like yeah you're not i laid out a lot so there was one, a lot right when he walked into the doorway there was basically one like high yeah, level yeah so and he was like of course i'm not gonna fall for that and he takes it away then he, he did walks, one in the kitchen he, he walks towards the kitchen there's one like for him to like trip over but he's like you're not gonna trick me with this and, and then and then the last one i think i was like saying something to chris as i was walking to, into my room and i didn't pay attention and tripped over the last one <laughs> i just hear, I just hear <laughs> <laughs> we had good times man oh and you told uh, one of your friends that i uh, was mentally challenged too <laughs> oh who was that, oh, that you was told me that story <laughs> all right oh so, Corey, yes before beautiful. i met Corey. so this is the first this is the first time Corey's ever coming over to the apartment and connor's in the laundry room right and the laundry room is through the kitchen it was like a weird layout you had to walk through the kitchen to, to get the, to the yeah, laundry room yeah. So as soon as I, it hit me right there, as soon as I saw Corey's face, I'm like, oh, this is a good opportunity to mess with Connor. So, <laughs> so I tell Corey, I, I'm kind of like quiet. I'm like, Corey, just so you know, my, my roommate's he's a little, he's mentally handicapped. Sometimes he has trouble putting words together. So you might have to repeat yourself. Just speak slowly when, when you speak to him. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Corey, Corey's got a serious face. He's like, okay, <laughs> okay, I can do this. So he turns the corner through the kitchen into the dryer room. Matt's like putting his clothes into the into the washer machine, and he just goes, "Hi, Matt." And then, and Matt, I go like, "What?" <laughs> no, Matt goes like this. He goes, "Okay." Oh, yeah. <laughs> he waves just like this. <laughs> Nothing. I couldn't do anything. That's but how I, I greet people. I immediately started laughing. I couldn't play it any deeper than I couldn't go any further. That's, it just played out so that's perfectly. How I, greet, I greet people like this. Hey. <laughs> How are, you? How are you? Hello. Doing laundry over here. <laughs> just, just laundry. <laughs> you can do that on your own. Bye, I'm Matt. <laughs> that was like the um, the office episode where Dwight convinced the uh, uh, the new lady of, of uh, Kevin being yeah, mentally challenged. Beautiful. Exactly like that. <laughs> Yes. But that went on for way longer. This yeah, was that was like, like several this episodes. This was only like this a was few like minutes. five and a half seconds, and it was she totally worth it. To bang me, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you drive to the store by yourself? Yeah, <laughs> all the time. All the time. <laughs> oh no! What else do we have from the apartment? Um, there was the highlight. Oh, there, well, no. I'm trying to think of when because Dick moved in after you, and oh, we yeah. had some fun fun stories too but um i think that was it with you that's the only fun times we had that was it yeah after <laughs> after a year there's only those, those three we could write them all those down. three things <laughs> everything else was just very mundane and routine <laughs> um i did want to bring up though at the uh one of the podcasts i was listening to with jeff um i was surprised oh, yeah. that you didn't remember i was the first one to point out and i was at that party that jeff was the the phantom farter <laughs> Jeff was the, all right. So let's were recap you, just a little bit. Yeah, were you the one that was playing uh, fl uh, Flip beer cup pong with him or beer pong? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I'll give you the I'll give you the cliff notes if you guys didn't listen to the podcast that Matt's referring to. Basically, our buddy Jeff came over and he had eaten I guess some some compilation of Asian food prior to that. <laughs> he he had gone to what real Chow Girl Chow something Chow yeah, Baby. Was, Basically, he shows up at my apartment and starts crop dusting almost immediately. Yeah, but we didn't know where the smell was coming from, and Matt had pointed it out. A couple of chicks that were over were pointing out. We're just saying, I knew, <laughs> and I'm looking around my apartment thinking there's a sewage issue until. Matt, I guess I, I, I think I knew him because I think I may. I, this is the first time well, I ever you were, met him. You were playing uh, beer pong, beer pong with, him. with him, and this and is the first time I ever met him. Just shitting his pants right next to you. <laughs> so I was like, dude, I think your buddy is like farting like all over the place. 
So, so apparently at 1-800 some point, be a snitch. Damn. Yeah. So at one point I point directly at Jeff and I'm like, it was you. And then Jeff's just like, no, no. Like, like, it's like that moment, like, like horror movies, they zoom out the camera and he's just like alone by himself in the middle the, of my the apartment. Jaws scene. Like at that point, everybody had known that Jeff was the one crop dusting my apartment and no. ruining everybody's night. Like people were leaving. They were like, this place smells horrible. Episode three for the full details. That was episode three. Good it was yeah. funny because that was the first time I ever met him, and then for the longest time after that, whenever I couldn't remember his name, so I was whenever like, oh, you're the farting guy, yeah, right? Chris would say like, "Oh, so and so," and I was like, "Wait, is that your farting friend?" Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna get Jeff back on here. It's a tough thing. It's a tough thing to live down. <laughs> if, I mean, first impressions are important. Like I said, I mean, he's he's just a cartoon And he's character. got human strength. Apparently, you're talking about a ripping your door off what? the car, right? Oh, the, the off your tra- trail blazer. I'm pretty sure that's just like a poorly <laughs> designed plastic piece on there that just holds the... Oh, yeah. All right. So, I guess we should tell that story then, huh? Go for it. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, we're off, uh, we're off of bad movie night zone anyway. Oh, we need to give it a rating, I guess, at the end, right? Um, three out of four. What's a three out of four scale? Three out of of four dildos. Uh, Yeah, we'll just let that sit. (laughs) Do we all have to use that scale? You can use your own scale. Make it up. Yeah. Um, Come back to me. Uh, It was Skittles. What? (laughs) Three out of four Skittles? Three out of four Skittles. Two out of 17 blasters. Blasters, I like that. How many of those blasters blast lasers? All of them. Wow. That's a poor score. You didn't like this movie. No, I was just no, I did. I had a great well, it time. Sounds like it. It was really it was really bad, but also it was really enjoyable. Yeah, so. I had a really great time. Like it yeah. was a bad movie, but it was like there was a they just blew a lot of shit up. Like the, it's the kind of movie <laughs> that you're watching and you're like, this would have been fun to film. Because this guy was just like He's running around like a moron with a stupid, like, plastic laser gun on his arm. He's going, If anybody wants to watch it, we actually watched it, the entire movie on YouTube. on YouTube. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube for free. It for free. It's amazing. It's just a it's just a 70s campy crappy movie he looked at like its best. Leatherface in the end of Texas yeah, he Chainsaw Massacre. He kind of did. Just, like, they had, they gave him, like, filed teeth. Like, it was, it was beautiful. Yeah. All right, tell the Jeff Anyways, story. Tell let's, the story. Let's wrap it up with the Jeff story. So, I live somewhat near the Atlanta airport. Like, I mean, more near than some people. And, uh, like, I live close to 285, which if you live in Atlanta, like, it's a loop. And then at the bottom of the loop is the airport. And uh, Jeff was taking his brother, Ryan, who I have uh, mentioned in a previous episode. Uh, love him to death. Biggest piece of shit on the planet. <laughs> He, uh, they, and these two were going to California. They were going to LA for like a week. And Jeff asks me, since I live closer to the airport than he does, if I will drive them to the airport in the morning. And for some damn reason, he was like, I've got a 6 a.m. flight. And I'm like, that means we have to get up at like three. So <laughs> we're drinking till two with the, uh, with the like plan that we are going to just go straight to the airport. We're not even going to sleep. That, that, that plan does not happen. We're drinking a good amount of shots and uh like probably more than we should have to be honest i didn't feel very good for the next day or two afterwards i can't drink like i did in my 20s and uh basically uh we wake up and only by the grace of god and my uh my wife jet um she take she wakes up and gets us all up and rallies the troops and basically i have to drag ryan uh, out of the basement and I find out afterwards he's puked everywhere he puked in my oh, sink he puked in my no. floor and he left it there yeah yeah we didn't have time to clean it up we were we were all like you don't understand it was, Ryan oh <laughs> it, like you remember that scene in like Home Alone where everybody wakes up and they're like we're late and they just like rush off to the Forget airport and leave Kevin twice. yeah <laughs> it's like because they're you know that's worst a, parents ever parents. That's terrible terrible Kevin Thank, thank God for John Candy. Anyway, um, yes. So the Polka King. <laughs> anyway, uh, they. Uh, so we all jump into the car, and I'm like, I've got uh, my dad's car at the time. Uh, long story why I have it. My car was in the shop. He's. I'm borrowing my father's car. Who told you to take good care of it? Like he, days before that. <laughs> 
not e- like not even like 72 hours before this this moment bring like, it back anybody the rip the my dad says yeah. my dad says to me bring it back to me like you found it yeah and i'm like exactly like all right dad like it's no big deal jeez come on like of course i am god god, god. right get yeah. off my jock like I like my dad treats me like I'm 16 sometimes, and this is the reason. This is why. why. This <laughs> is the reason why. And uh, <laughs> I'm 32 years old. Anyway, so uh, I'm literally twice the age he treats me as. So he, uh, so Jeff, Ryan, and I like all stumble into the car because we're all drunk, and my wife just hates all of us right now it's like seven in the morning she's driving she's driving to the airport and we're just all like because like an hour and a half ago we were we were still taking shots and we just passed out on the couch and uh we get to the airport and my dad's chevy trailblazer uh has a you know a tailgate that opens upward and it's just not really opening we can't we're all too drunk and jet is not super savvy with machines she's never used before so she can't uh, figure out how to unlock the back and we're you know she's in the front and there's cars lining up behind us if you've ever been to the Air- Atlanta airport at the drop off zone it's like you know the cops are like get out of here go yeah they rush you quick Yeah, you have and- no time so I, I'm like I'm sitting there trying to apply I, I turn away for a second I'm like I can't figure it out I don't know what to unlock it and while I'm turned away, Jeff tears like the whole piece that holds the uh, the uh, the license plate. That's where the like the handle for the tailgate is. He just pulls the whole thing off. Like he's just Hulk strength. Just so the license plate, the handle, basically half Everything, of the back door is ripped it completely off. And it's, the it's, all, it's all hanging on by like the wire that like lights up the license plate. That's the, the and where and I'm just I'm sitting there looking at him and I'm looking at it and I'm like what did you do? <laughs> How did this even happen? Like, how I'm, did it escalate? Like, to this? I'm still drunk. Uh, drunk. Strength. Jeff, Jeff is about as drunk as I am, and Ryan is can't like Ryan. We had to convince to go to the airport. He's like, no, nah, I'm just staying here, man. It's it's fine. I'm like, God. So, like, the tailgate's still not open. So I'm like, I don't know what you did here. So I like go in and I pull their bags out from like the back seat. And then uh, I hand them to him. I'm like, go, you're going to miss your flight, you idiots. And meanwhile, like, Ryan has puked out the side of my car. Like, it's just a, a terrible scene. And while I'm getting them out and going, Jet is taking the ha- the pair of headphones that I had left in the car from the day before and tying the uh, tailgate piece <laughs> With the back on to the thing. <laughs> and it sat like that for about two, three weeks until uh, my, my good friend Christopher helped me repair it. I did. <laughs> And uh, that's uh, the story of how I have stupid friends. I think the drunk, drunk strength thing is a real thing. Cause oh, we, yeah. We had a friend who uh, was wasted and tried to drive home and uh, turned the key so far that it broke off in the ignition. Was that drunk strength or Providence? I think, ah. Yeah. You went deep. I'm I think you. I think it was both. You cut me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> cut me deep. All right, guys, on that note, thanks for tuning in. This has been Chrome Dome Radio. Subscribe to the channel and tune in next time. Laser blast! It's getting bigger, Billy.